From Wakefield, it's the IC Meme Show starring Noldock, inviting you to join Noldock and his guests this week, returning back to the show, Ashton Grennan and Trevor Dalton. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Noldock. And welcome back to the edition of the IC Meme Show with yours truly, Noldock. I'm so glad you can make the time to join us this week for another fun-filled episode. Turning on the show, two guests, two friends of mine returning back, Mr. Trevor Dalton and Ashton Grennan. Before we get into the monologue and the rest of the show, I'd like to give you a little update of sorts on the show. I have invested in a better green screen. You can't really see because it it's just the uh, background looks like a recording studio, but it's a uh, one where it, it pulls down and you latch together. It's an expensive one. It was like uh, over $150, maybe $200. And I got uh, two lights in the background. <laughs> two big lights in the um, background that... Uh, Really bright, as you can see, my face is really pasty. Unfortunately, I thought they could, you know, sw- switch it like a little uh, thing I have for these ones on my desk where you could uh, switch the dial. I couldn't explain it, I couldn't think of what it was. Um, so it's just naturally just really white and bright, just like outside. So they turn off all the lights and really dim these down so it looks like those aren't doing that much of a damage. I gotta look up, and I also as I was just about to say, got a new camera, so I really have to uh, bring this in. I really have to uh pay attention to the camera and not look down at the screen like this because it doesn't um help but yeah i got a new camera i got two better lights and i got a better green screen because the other one did a fine job it wasn't one expect though and I, I couldn't do a good job hanging up so it was really like crooked and like uneven on that side so when i moved the camera or the the uh, screen or computer i should say laptop it was really showing that Anyways, um, but you know, that's all that. Hopefully it helps the development of the show and brings it up to a uh, greater frequency of viewers um, because, um, you know, we, it's been slow the last few weeks. And although I'm doing a fine job, it has been slow. So hopefully this helps bring in more people saying, oh, it looks better. Although you can't really tell with this and the lighting's not that great, but eh, that's another day. Anyways, we got a great episode for you this week. Ashton Graham, Trevor Dalton are back. On, I got to look at the camera. We had a great episode for you this week. Trevor Dolan and Ashton are back on the show. If you like what you're watching and listening to on on whatever platform, audio, or visual platform you're viewing on, do us a huge favor by sharing this week's episode on your preferred podcast streaming services. Give us a subscribe, follow, like, and stay with us. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. And welcome back to the program. And now it's the time that you've all been waiting for. It's a little segment I have to call What Happened This Past Week? At the beginning of the ISD Meme Show news cycle, we head straight to the theater world of Broadway as they announced the, fir- uh, the first few shows starting out for their cycle when they return September 14th. It was made official that both Hamilton, Wicked, and The Lion King will be the first three shows when Broadway re- returns full time in September. You know, most people celebrate Christmas on December 25th. Um, for gay people, women, and old rich people, they'll be celebrating Christmas on September 14th this year. You know, after all the t- tourists leave the warm cities and towns. <laughs> so weird news, it was made official that CFB analyst and former minor league baseball star Tim Tebow will be making his long-awaited return to football, except this time it won't be at quarterback. First time will be tight end as Tim Tebow signed a one-year deal with the Jaguars earlier this past week. Unfortunately, you know, for those who can actually play, both former and current um, Jaguar players are frustrated Seeing as so, this is one of the many more embarrassing head scratching things for the team. Never mind, you know, it being Jacksonville and that, you know, they suck. Some more sports news Eastern Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit has been cleared to enter the Preakness despite his failed drug test recently. You know, humans suck when not even a horse can pass a simple drug test after using simple fungal cream. Some more happier sports news this past weekend is the 2021 NBA Hall of Fame and Tournament Ceremony with headliners being Tim Duncan, Kevin Big Ticket Garnett, and the late great Kobe Bean Bryant. Hopefully Vanessa Bryant can stay calm and poised and not sue someone for talking, just talking about her husband that night. In some new polling, it's being reported that President Biden is currently polling at a favorable approval rating of 63% with 37% not approving him. If life couldn't be any worse for McCarthy, Graham McConnell and company, now they have to worry about not getting, quote, accidentally shot, quote, by former VP Dick Cheney after the party party of dumbasses votes to remove Liz Cheney from a post of chair of Republican conference. Speaking about staying disguised in a red jacket and miniskirt, Representative Luke Cheney will be replaced at some point this week as House Republican Conference Chair by recent extreme Trump wireless Elise Stefanik. Cheney is known as being very vocal of the former guy in the last few months, which basically set our fate in stone in terms of the QAnon party going forward. 
Your party is more twisted than a recovering drug addict saying if he's relapsed and left alone, and this chain can't save you. You know you're fucked worse than a victim of Bill Cosby. And if you enjoyed the last joke so much, because I'm sure you did, I've got another one just for you. Kentucky Congressman Rand Paul got into yet another verbal fisticuff with Dr. Anthony Fauci this past week. This time it was at a report, uh, it was being, it was about a reported event having to do with supposed funding going to the Wuhan Institute with COVID, you know, was found. Other oh, words started, I should say. It's sad when an 80-year-old man has more, of a, has more of a backbone in saying something to a Valkyrie in a few minutes than the majority, of part, than the majority part of the U.S. Uh, has after dealing with EJT and company for the last five years. And some other less important and cared about sports news, Oakland A's are reportedly starting the process of looking for other cities to host their team after recent plans for moving to a new stadium are potentially going to be stalled. Your team has been relevant since they wrote a book that was about a guy Brad Pitt played in a movie with a pet Jonah Hill. This is less news than Newsmax covering a story about Biden picking a dandelion for his wife. Some less important news, Taylor Swift has received the Global Icon Award at the Brit Awards, becoming the first woman and first non-English artist to take on the prize. <laughs> Quote, prize. Funny, I forgot that that this is a less this is less important to Americans than white triggered women calling canceling a successful white man without any current evidence. Good for Swift though, as now she's able to get an international crowd of middle schoolers and mothers to swear by songs about millions of breakups. So funny, it's sad news. According to a new book released titled Zero Fail, uh, The Rise and Fall of the Secret Service by Washington Post reporter Carolina. It's being reported that members of the Trump family had relationships with family security detail. It's being reported from the book that DJT's dimwit and drug addict divorcing, uh, I mean, drug addict son Don Jr.'s ex-wife Vanessa started a relationship with an agent before divorcing Trump Jr. It's also being reported that Kevin McAllister, without the toughness herself, Tiffany Trump, reportedly had affairs with a member of the family secret service detail. I mean, like props to Vanessa for stepping up, um, stepping up after, you know, having a drunken cooked up walrus with Fisher impregnate her a bunch of times. But for Tiffany to do that and still get less attention from her dad than vegetables being touched, it's pretty sad. Then again, her father's, then again, her father thought Tim Cook's last name was Apple. Call her Kim Callister because, you know, you never know where she is. She's always lost. <laughs> they reported that Cristiano Ronaldo skipped Juventus training and went to Ferrari's factory to buy a fucking $2 million supercar on Monday, just the day after the club's humiliating defeat to rival AC Milan. Don't you love it when the super rich just say fucking went over expensive car to ease the pain like a fat person eating ice cream with depression? And some comical type of news, if you find humans who act like robots, Chef Bozos was in the news and not for his yacht, not for his yacht needing a yacht, but for another story. This time he was in the news for an incident involving Bezos having so much frustration with Alexa's lack of intelligence, they told Alexa to quote shoot herself. Apparently, Amazon's engineers. Heard it and operate faster than a bunch of semi-popular kids replying generic motivation messages to a fat, bullied girl on her social media post. And some entertainment type of news, if you would consider that type of news, it's been reported that J-Lo, fresh off a breakup with A-Rod, has been found around the finger of everyone's favorite alcoholic Boston stereotype actor, Ben Affleck. Clearly, her hips don't lie after she moves north of the border with a from a tame man to a man who's more white than 100 stack of 3 by 5 index cards. Boomsh. Finally, to fill out the ice team room show, new cycle NBA star Russell Westbrook now sits alone at the top as he recently broke Oscar Robertson's long standing triple double record. Even after beating this record, the Wizards are still bad and can't make the playoffs after an amazing season by Westbrook. His team catches about the same amount of Alice as Oakland A's do on a daily basis. Boom. That's what happened in the news this past week with Noel Dog. It seems as though, you know, a lot of stuff has happened in the news. Save us right back with the rest of our show and our guests, Sebastian Grennan and Trevor Dalton. And welcome back, everyone, to the program with me. Returning back to the show, two dear guests, two dear friends, brothers in arms, I guess, as I say in the military. My dear friends, Mr. Ashton Grennan and Trevor Dalton, thank you for making a grand return back to the program. I appreciate it greatly. Of course. As, as we're getting course, into yeah. the summer season now, obviously, you know, we, we go, uh, me, me and you, Ashton, have had many of classes together, so we've been in contact the last year, and Trevor, from, from time to time, although you're a busy man with your soccer now that you're moving up in the uh, the world, um, oh, yeah. you it has it's been a while since you both were on. It's been it's been since January, January the early January since you were last on. So it's been a it's been five months. So what what's been going on in your life since since you last are both on the show? Trevor, you want to go ahead? You want to start? <clears throat> yeah, I'll start. I'll start. Um, no, not too much right now. Just just finished up finals and 
going back home to California Saturday and then had soccer this spring. Yeah, same old, same old with COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah. Same stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, me and the old dog had class together, so <laughs> he, he kind of knows how I've been. But, uh, you know, the semester's over. We're happy to be back for the summer. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's a, that's all vaccinated. A, yeah. All of us are now. Yeah, I got both. I don't, how about you, Charlie? Do you do you have all, both? I, I got the second that's today. Right. Just just got back. There you go. Second today. So. Ah, so how how are you feeling right now? Sore arm? I'm good. I'm good right now. I'm expecting the sore arm to come and probably some symptoms, but I'm yeah. doing well right now. Well, I got Ashton was telling me you know, he was a little little under the weather this, uh, yesterday and a little little today. He wasn't feeling. I got my second one yesterday. I've just had a sore arm. Nothing. Nothing else. Granted, I don't think Miller Lights and uh, the vaccine are a good combination, but here we are still surviving right. and, and thriving, knocking them back. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I, my, my sister who I went yesterday got her second. She had a little headache and was feeling the weather. But hey, that's that's science and the, how the body works. Is you you know now that you're uh, whatever kinesiology or sports, whatever it was that you said you were gonna do, Trevor or whatever. Yeah, psychology. Yeah, psychology. Whatever, whatever the fuck it was, same bullshit thing that uh, yeah. people, the people down south and parts of California, the red people that we don't talk about, don't believe in. Um, exactly. But it, it is um, it, what it is. But no, I, I'm glad that, you know, we're all vaccinated and you, we can all go back to our daily things because I'm sure we definitely were out and about going wild and crazy <laughs> pre-COVID. Um, I'm interested that, you know, you mentioned soccer. How, how was that this this year compared to, you know, the, the, when it first all went down? You know, it was decent. Obviously, with COVID, it was much different because usually we have like a 16, 15 game season. Um, but this year, the way that we did it was we had like three or four out of conference games against teams that were nearby. We didn't go on a flight once and we usually go on flights like three to four times throughout the season so but basically in conference it was also much different there was three groups that we got put into and then the groups were just based off of um the location of the team so we we just played the teams that were close to us yeah so it was much different than previous years um you've you you've from freshman year from freshman year writing the uh pine as as the sports people say, to then moving it up slowly and surely up the mm-hmm. ladder. I mean, what, what's that been like? I mean, obviously, playing at a college compared to the high school is much different, and it takes a lot of, you know, guts and, you know, accepting of what's happening to, you know, bid your time. But what's that been like, you know, moving up now that, you know, you're having a bigger yeah, role? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely different from high school because, I mean, I didn't, I didn't personally play for my high school. I played for a club team an academy team and you know for me personally I was just always always starting there and then coming here and not starting and have to work my way up the ladder is definitely different and yeah but I think next year I'll definitely be full-time starter and it's looking promising so yeah but it's 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 a huge adjustment from high school like you just kind of go with the flow in high school and you're always starting to now like you really got to work hard and look after your body much more and mentally prepare stuff like that. It's, it's a much different level than it was. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, I'm sure you definitely had those feelings of, you know, wanting to maybe leave to maybe go play somewhere where you're going to be mm-hmm. starting more. It's similar to a lot of these motherfuckers yeah. who played for the basketball team. They leave just cause they're uh, they get their, you know, right. what's in a bind, but it's definitely, you know, props are given to yourself for sticking through it. I'm sure, I'm sure it gives a great sense of pride though. Had to see people that you played with, you know, at URI so far, you know, to making it to the professional level and then, you know, getting a contract mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely good to see kids that you play with, you know, do well at the next level because you know about how hard they work. Because obviously being on the team, you spend so much time together. So, you know, like their work ethic and what it's all about and the grind that it takes. So it's good to see kids going off to the professional leagues that I've been with now you know more towards Mr. Ashton on on this one we uh, we've mentioned earlier you know or you just mentioned uh, a few minutes ago you know how we had classes together so it's uh, the past many years and this year was obviously different than 
any other year prior to obviously last uh, sem- or last year when COVID came out in the second semester, but um, it, it definitely was. Did you, do you feel as though like this past year was, you know, closer to pre-COVID or, you know, do you feel as though it's just, you know, the same day-to-day stuff? So depends. So school-wise, it's definitely COVID, but outside of that, we, you know, we started going out more. We started seeing more people yeah. and we stopped, you know, we just really, you know, I took it all in as much as yeah. we could uh the school part was always online and i feel like online school is easy and i yeah. feel like we're paying way too much money to get to have online school everyone you know can pass easily they can yeah. look up stuff i mean i think it's a joke that professor was a jackass i hope he sees <laughs> this um <laughs> peter you know exactly what i'm talking about but yeah. No, that, 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 which, which is, you know, kind of what I was alluding at and you have this and, you know, obviously the first, the second semester of last year, when this whole came about, you know, was a learning adjustment for both the school and the professors and other instructors and students ourselves and athletes, you know, learning how to do this. And then now this year, now into a third, the third semester, I should say, as I stutter my words, like I'm on the Special Olympics team, you know, start, you know, trying to figure out, you know, now getting back to a sense of normalcy while operating this, and it's sort of back to, you know, no, I guess, because now we're all adjusted to this. And then you have people like fucking Peter Axman, Jason Jacks type of guy cosplaying him, and you, you have it just teaching it in the way that you're similar to Jacks, Trevor, where it's like you have a guy coming from the professional world, no real educational teaching background, and you come to this fucking thing. You teach it, and you expect these kids to know exactly how to do it, exactly how you're thinking. I mean, it was giving me Vietnam flashbacks of Jacks, and, you know, editing his 40-minute videos and then getting it down to two minutes and having to cut it in exactly how it was. And it's like, I'm going to shoot myself here because this guy doesn't, this guy's insane. And you have Axman here who is like, oh, no, 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 this is how you're doing it. It's got to be just like this because in a society, this is how you do it. And it, it was just ridiculous because then I'm sure Ashton can attest to this that, you know, you would do an assignment that'd be half the time, there'd be no fucking directions on how to do it and the instructions section, you know, where you would think there'd be instructions. Just how I would think it would be. And then you do it, and then there's a fucking five-paragraph essay on what you did wrong and how it wasn't like how he was thought. Now, Ashen, I would think that you're more lucky than myself when it comes to term to doing assignments. Now, what was your impression of uh, Axman um, from the beginning and then progressing towards the end of the semester? Well, at the beginning, he seemed like a really cool dude. He was telling us how he worked with all these athletes and these pro teams. And it seemed like he had a great life, you know, outside of teaching. But he clearly did not want to teach. He did not want to be there. Um, he didn't give us directions like you were saying. It started out, he gave us these huge projects that lasted throughout the whole semester. No instructions, just do it week by week and hope for the best, really, when you submitted it. So you had yeah. To do. No, it was just, it's, it's, it's sad. But there was, I forget what the assignment was, but it was something I was fuming about. Because I always fume, fume about stuff that has no real you know, and significance in the grand scheme of things. And I just, this, I hope, I mean, I doubt he'll see it. I mean, maybe he'll see this. I don't know. It's just, maybe it'll just be an episode where it blasts out and it gets a billion views. And I was fuming so much one day about some stupid thing he said. And I was like, fuck this. So I drove to Providence and drove by where his house was and found out where where he lives. Looking back on it, not my brightest moment, but I was just, oof, I was ready to, go Anthony Soprano, Tony Soprano on him. It was, it's just, I don't get it. Listen, this is COVID. And so that gives us a lot of barriers to try to hurdle over to try to complete stuff in general. Then you have someone, then you have, you know, professors, people with educational doctoral backgrounds and stuff like Monk's Guard or stuff like that. And they're teaching stuff. They might not be great with communication, but they can still teach you stuff. You learn something from a certain degree. Then you have people like Jack's, and Axman and all these people who have professional backgrounds who can't teach it to save their fucking life. And it's, I don't get it. And to expect students like ourselves to do something exactly how they ask, it's impossible. Yeah, sure. If you have directions and you you fail it and you fuck it up, which I've done many times and I clearly make that present, then yeah, I can understand getting triggered, but just, I just, I don't get it. And I don't know how people like them. So then I, of course, me and myself, I go on to fucking uh, rate my professor like a fucking sweat and type up some bad review. And it's, I don't get it. And he's, he, oh my gosh, that's just what's awful. On top of him having a fucking beard, like he's um, fucking Amish down to his fucking kneecaps, like <laughs> get a fucking razor, Jesus. Um, 
I guess I, I, I don't I don't like him. But then you have all the people in the professional world, like our dear our dear pal John Panalone, um, who has who's been teaching obviously for a handful of years now, but still can make it entertaining and you know lowest expectations for certain um people. It's just it, it's 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 awful. Ash, would you ever take a class though with him again though if you had to? Are we talking Panalone? Are we talking no no, no or- Axman? Axman, no, no. <laughs> If you, had, if you had the opportunity, Axman or um, Jax for another class. It's tough. Um, probably uh, probably Axman, honestly. Yeah. I think, yeah, Jax was just brutal. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, well, here's a 40-minute video of shitty footage of me at a uh, w- w- uh, aquatic life uh, sanctuary, and you got to cut it down to a minute and a half, and it better be like how I want it. <laughs> If you can, oh well, not my fault. This place closes at six, and it's like uh, the fuck. And then it's like, oh well, you didn't do it. This they both, they both. I mean, right there, I was just, I was just channeling in a our former pal and former uh, classmate Hunter right there. That was, that was um, um, rough. Um, but without without that being said, I want to go to this video section now. And prior episodes here on the Ice Team Meme Show for those who have never t- tuned in or for these guests returning back. Usually I go into YouTube and I play some videos that I think are a little out there, a little edgy, maybe racist, I don't know. And it usually goes by fine. We laugh and I give ask them for the reviews and so on and so forth. Anyways, most recently, my laptop, which I do this off of, ha- doesn't have always the best of storage sometimes. So it lags and it only plays the audio. So when I'm playing a video of um, the Harvey Weinstein in the fucking Family Guy version, and he's talking to a minion, and you only hear the audio version, it contradicts the whole entire thing. So I downloaded some TikToks, uh, one's out there, and I'm going to play them off the computer. So hopefully this works. Let's click share screen. Jeez, I can't speak. Let's do this. Let's click this. So come on, open it up, please. Let's go. And let's play this one. Come on. Here we go. We got no sound on our end. Uh, of course I didn't. Of course I keep forgetting to do uh, it. So let's try this again. Let's click share sound. Maybe clicking, you know, the share sound section would be, you know, great and beneficial. So let's click share. And then let's go back to here again. So interesting fact about me is I never shaved myself. But, and right now, looks like I need to. So, let's try it out, shall we? How hard can it be? So apparently it's a lot harder than you think. Yeah, learn that the hard way. Here's a little tip. When you're shaving, just let your family members do it for you. Because it can, you can really cut yourself, now can't you? Okay, this guy's name is Hey Hey the King. He's on TikTok. He's a kind of famous person from Australia. I I, I give him credit for having the guts to do a, uh, sticking to this comedic bit like this. Um, I really love if you if you scroll back, he's really got a great Michael Strahan impression with his teeth. If you look, um, so apparently it's a lot. His bottom. If you can, let's let's go to the uh, beginning. Yeah, see, you can see it right there. Try it out, shall we? Can see it right there. The a really great Michael Strahan impression of it. I, I give him props for doing that. God bless him. On a cool guy scale, one to ten, where would you both rate him? Give him an eight. An eight. Solid eight. Okay, let's, let's close. He's very this generous. One. I give him a six. <laughs> these, are, these are some better ones afterwards. Okay. Michael Strahan got his his uh his. Yeah, I th- I, I saw that, but I thought it was a prank. I felt like yeah, I saw no, it was. It was April Fool's. It was. Yeah. That's what I thought too, yeah. Okay, here's another great one. I went to Wendy's, so I gotta get a giant strawberry Sprite. Strawberry Sprite is amazing. I highly recommend it. I got the new bacon bourbon burger. We've got two half pieces of bacon, so I guess we've got one whole entire piece of bacon. Wow. Then we've got about five small onion strings on there and like barely any sauce. All right, let's try it. Uh, If you go online and look up a picture of it, like the advertisement picture, it looks like it's one of them really big loaded burgers with tons of stuff on it. And you get this and there's barely even anything on there. The sauce doesn't have a whole lot of flavor, it's just mostly sweet. 
The onions are nice and crispy and the bacon's really crispy. It's a decent burger. The stuff on it is pretty good. But I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5 stars because I feel like the majority of the bites I take are a plain cheeseburger. Now if the burger was like the one in the picture, this would have got a way better rating. Wendy's, you really needed to put more sauce, way more bacon, and a lot more onion, uh, onion strings on there. I just realized I got the sticker on so I went up what worked on earlier. <laughs> yeah, Wendy's, come on, step it up. You're doing a shitty job. <laughs> oh my gosh, how could they do that? It's like they always do that. <laughs> but uh, I really like the WrestleMania shirt she's got on. It really, uh, she, I don't want to misgender because it could be a man. You never know. In 2021, I really like the um, the WrestleMania shirt that falls over. I like the pink mohawk. I like the double chin, uh, the the uh, unibrow, and I really like her. I like her ability to really write something like she's Anthony Bourdain or a Guy Fieri with the burger. I, I also give her props to her editing skills. We both had, we all three of us have had some sort of um, background or work with uh, editing and recording stuff. Um, but I really like how instead of just, you know, doing it entirely one video, she has to cut it up in many several different sections. And my favorite thing, though, of her, not the shirt or the hair, the food or whatever it may be, is how she talks uh, in like one entire, like one entire sentence. There's no break and pausing in her breath. It's just, I'm on the cool guy scale, where, or cool guy, cool girl scale, I should say as well. Who knows? Where would you rate this person? Give her a seven. She, she's an eight. She's got everything going on. I like, I like her appearance. Favorite, favorite, favorite parts of the videos. For the video, um, I liked I liked how she talked about how like the advertising is like so much different than the yeah. burger. That's what a lot of fast food yeah, places facts. do. Yeah, that is yeah. facts. That's what happens all the time is they make it look so good in the commercial, and then you go and it's like it's yeah, not even it's close. It's like a it's like a <laughs> they're using cum for the uh, mayonnaise and they barely even cooking it. <laughs> um, now she's a real Barbara Walters or uh, Diane Sawyer, Tom Brokaw here with their journalism expo expose here of uh, how shitty the food is. Well, I think this person is very cool, and I like how she kept the blood the blood works uh, thing on there. Hopefully, her health is going well. Now, this next one, he'd fit in right with some of the TikTok, the cluck cluck people at uh, you or I. Hey guys, and especially to old mothers, I just wanted to do a cool quick TikTok. Um, I just want to wish you uh, old mothers, happy Mother's Day to all, and specifically to Priscilla, because uh, she's probably have kids of her own, and also was Marie. I just want to wish her uh, happy Mother's Day. Um, yeah, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to TikTok and to everyone in the elves community so happy mother's day okay so this guy this guy he i don't know how old he is i, I believe he's in high school he likes to cosplay as elvis on tiktok that's his whole entire account and if you can tell he's got a really great hairline in this video as you can see to the back of his head um i give him credit for this he can't sing a note to sing his life though but i give him credit and i really like his message here i mean mother's day was this past sunday and i hope all your mothers had a both your mothers had a wonderful day. You guys did a lot for them. Um, but I, I respect it's a kind message coming from someone like himself, a, a somewhat small time celebrity um, on TikTok. A cool guy scale, though, for both of you. How would you rate him? One to ten. Give him an eight. I love the hair. Love the hair. <laughs> yeah, this back. is this is a genuine. It's a genuine cool dude right here. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He, he tries his best to slick it. I mean, it's it's way thinner than my hair. Um mm -hmm. But uh, no, I, I give him props and it's, it's really great. I like, the thing is you, what, you find a lot of people here on TikTok that do a lot of weird videos like this. Well, this one isn't really weird. You got a lot of people who are like this and it's right over their face or they're really zoomed in or the audio is bad and it's just really weird and it's sketchy. And this guy, he's got natural light coming in. He's doing a nice ankle and he's got a heartfelt message. Um, his TikTok name is Elvis underscore T-E-I. So if you, uh, I'm sure you both are humongous on TikTok. So if you, if like you want to watch more of his content, you can look it up there. Um, this guy's one of my favorites. DJ Funnybone. I'm DJ Funnybone, and this is my hoe. It's a little bit dirty, but it always, always, always gets the job done. Ha! <laughs> Brumch. What a man. 
He pulled a joke right out from the 50s with that one. Um, he's built like a built like a Greek guy, as you can tell. I like the scenario. He's out and about. He, he's got a fresh lineup. He, he needs to get his lines done a little bit more at the URI Barbershop. But, you know, uh, prop, props to uh, props to my – I like his content. I, I don't follow him, but he, it's always in my feed. On a cool guy scale, where do you both rank him, boys? I'll give him a seven. A seven? Give him yeah. an eight. Well, why, why lower than the guy prior, Trevor? Uh, the hair, to be honest. The hair? <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with the hair? Well, there is none, but the slick back hair got, gave me uh, – yeah. Up the points for that guy, so yeah, there you go. Um, okay, here's I don't know what this is. Uh, let's pray it's not that bad. Oh, this. Oh, here we go. Damn, bitch, you got a stupid fat ass. Damn, bitch. (laughs) Santa Claus wanted a little love, and uh, that's what it is. Hopefully, that doesn't get me off of, of uh. Of YouTube, but uh, oh yeah, there's more over here. Oh, this is this is a great one. Look around, everywhere you turn is hiding. It's everywhere that you go. Look around, you try everything you can do Well, this is a mother-son duo on TikTok who likes to sing disco music and uh, their account Sil and Phil. Now, asking me, I don't know who Sil, don't know who Phil. Sil could be Sylvia, it could be Sylvan, Phil could be Phil or Phyllis. Um, so I don't know who's who exactly. I'm guessing Sil is the mother on the uh, uh, sitting down and Phil is the son. Yes, a, a son. And I, what I like about them is, yes, they, they put a lot of effort and energy. It can really hit the high notes of these disco type songs, although Madonna's not disco. And I, But I also really like their setting. They got a nice green screen behind them. But the, the key, the creme de la creme of this all is the green screen just thrown on the ground to make them seem like they're in some far land. On the cool guy scale for both of these two, Mr. Ashton and Trevor, where do you rank them? Give them a seven. A seven. No, that, that's a nine. They killed that. They, they killed, killed that. that. Yeah. What, 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 I, what I admire about it, though, is that they keep powering through because you, you see that some the, the lips singing isn't matching up with maybe the uh, music. So it, it, I, I give him credit for doing this consistently. To be honest, I feel as though he, the son uh, cross-dresses, which nothing wrong with that. You want to go into the closet and cross, dress up in different clothes? That's, that's great. But I give him pr- credit for wearing this stuff, which I could never pull. The son carried that performance too. Oh, yeah, carried it. The mother dropped it, but I I can never wear the style that the son's wearing. Trevor, I know, and Ashen, I guess, as well, known for the uh, style. Um, But uh, I I don't know if I could. Maybe you can, but that's that's just me. Um, Now let's play. I think I got one more here. I just want to see. My God, how many do I have? Let's, uh, Let's do this real quick. See? Oh, dear God, that's right. I forgot about all these. Okay, let's do this one first. Yeah, I guess you could say I look a little worn. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say I'm a little worn. Um, This is another lane on TikTok where you're like, what the fuck is this shit on here? What, what, what are they putting out here? And it's, you got this guy who is has seen a lot. I, I could, t- I bet you his insides are really, uh, really missing. He, he seems like his body has seen a lot of, a lot of, uh, wear and tear. Um, a great video definitely filled with so much content, a real badass guy sitting on a stoop. Um, a cool on the cool guy scale, Mr. Ashton Grant and Trevor Dalton, where do you rank them? Uh, I'll give him. I'll give him a seven as well. Yeah, he's I a like seven. the voice. He's like a cool dude. With a really deep voice down here. Come on, let's go. Let's do this right now. Um, yeah, he's definitely. 
he's definitely seen some shit in his life. So <laughs> he has seen lots of shit. Um, I, I I see him as the type of guy who who definitely doesn't wear his mask in public. He just see he, he seems like that guy's like, oh, I don't care. Come on, fight me. I'm not gonna get COVID. It's fake. Oh, come on. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know how I saw this, but I found this and I was like, oh, I gotta share this with the boys. Um, shit, where that go? Okay, let's let's go back here. If you couldn't hear it, he was shedding his cell, his pants. He was farting very, very hard. The man has a body like a temple. He really likes to hang out by the ice cream bar at uh, Butterfield Hall. Um, his teeth could use a little work, but nonetheless, aren't that bad. On the cool guy scale, one to ten, Mr. Ashton Grennan and Trevor Dalton, where do you rank him? Zero. <laughs> Zero? Yeah, I'd give him like a two, maybe. He's got to uh, work on the teeth. <laughs> uh, God bless him. And the final one to play is this one. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for caring. I made you this snack. You want to take a lick? Yeah, that might be even worse than the last one. Yeah. Why? What, what was wrong with this one? There's just so much going on that shouldn't be going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like his, um, I like, I don't know. The thing is, what I'm curious about is it, I, the facial hair it looks real. But the the the, uh, the um, powder puff uh, uh, Princess Leia raised uh, uh, buns on the side is that real? I don't know. But God bless him for having that long hair, and I don't know what's going on on his chest with those. I don't know if those. I think those are googly eyes. Maybe he's making. Now that looks like chocolate syrup. It also looks like barbecue sauce. Me personally, the way he looks, it looks like he is pouring it on something, a hog of sorts, maybe. And that really threw me off when I saw it, but I thought it was funny because here you go, you get stuff like this that lets is able to pass through the uh, yeah people at TikTok, and uh, I think on a cool guy scale, he's not that um not that bad. A little interesting to say the least, but it was a pretty interesting thing. But my my first try at these, and I think it was more successful uh, than the uh, YouTube, but. That's enough of the video section. I enjoyed it. But without further ado, let's get to the third and final section of this, the personal section. Now, there's, it seems as though, with anything else, there's a lot of stuff happening in sports recently in the last few weeks. And you know, one thing that was pretty interesting was uh, Tebow. Tebow time himself, going from quarterback to tight end in the NFL comeback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I'm curious what your take is, seeing as this guy hasn't played football probably since, what, 2013, 2014, maybe, 2015. And then they played baseball, sucked at that. And you have other people who not getting drafted this year, other people who actually currently are playing that aren't getting signed. So what was it? What, what type of vibe or, you know, what, what was going through your head thought-wise when you saw that Tim Tebow was coming back to the NFL? Was it worth it for him? Stupid. Yeah, I agree. Very stupid. Um, well, First thing that came to my mind is that he's not young anymore. Yeah. He's pretty old. I think he's like 32, 33. Mm-hmm. And tight ends a very, you know, physical yeah. position to play. And then I also saw other um, other stuff that came out that said there was a lot of disagreements going on in the front office. Like some guys wanted to sign him. Some guys didn't. When yeah, there's because... disagreements going on about signing someone, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. In my opinion. But, you know. Yeah, it's, it's Urban Meyer. It's Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. He just wants to coach him. He's going to try to make him right. Taysom Hill, which is just not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got this big fantasy with Tebow. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, Tebow, what? He got – he was okay. He was good at Florida. Don't Let's put that the way. Then he got lucky in Denver, playing making it to the AFC Championship and beating Pittsburgh, who was good at the time, and up against the Patriots. It must have been. And the no no the divisional round then the championship he lost um then you then then he leaves okay he kind of fizzled out and then he goes to the minors kind of doesn't shit the bed but isn't great but God bless him for sticking with him thinking you know he can be able to do it and have the confidence and retires 
I think out of, out of all these things, me personally, you know, I'm not a humongous. I, I pay attention to sports TV, but not a diehard sports fan. Um, but he, I thought he was very good as a CFB analyst on a college game day, you know, stuff like that. Then he comes back to the NFL. Now, as I mentioned, here you have players getting drafted who aren't getting signed, who now have to try out. And then you have play, people like Tim Tebow who are washed up as hell more than a crusty old dollar bill and getting signed. And it's like, well, why are you doing – on top of it being Jacksonville sucking for so long before uh, Blake Bortles got lucky that one year and Gardner Minshew and all that bullshit – like, oh, come on, please. What are you doing here? Like, just stop. Like, you, you're not going to be able to convert him like Hill or Edelman when he was converted from QB to wide receiver. It's just it's a waste of time, but that's Jacksonville, so oh, fuck them. Um, another thing that's going to be happening in July, I believe it is, or June, another big fight that ruins the reputation and legitness of boxing. That's Jake Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Now, I, I, I'd, love, I'd love to get your take on who do you think would win between both of them. Well, it's a gimme. I mean, the Pauls are stupid. They're yeah. doing all this for money. I don't blame them. They're getting a shit ton of money oh, from yeah. it. But Mayweather's going to kick his ass, and he's going to get so much money for it, and he'll just talk about it forever. And Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I think Floyd's just going to totally dominate, you know. Now, what there's, I... no way, there's no way that a 50-0 fighter is going gonna, is gonna to yeah. lose. You know? Now, I'm curious. Now, um. You know, what does this what does this do for them though? I mean, obviously, you know, they're popular on YouTube and whatever one it was that got pop they got really popular from making that vlog in a suicide force in Japan. Let's say he loses, because you know, he's been building this empire, his own empire for a while, the polls, and God bless him for that. But does this damage or ruin his his, his you know his rising social cred if he loses this fight? I don't think so. I think he'll just play the oh it was Floyd Mayweather card and people will believe yeah. him. He'll get more fights and I mean, Floyd's a lot different than Nate Robinson. Yeah. So it's a good thing they actually fight <laughs> Floyd. Definitely, so. and way different than Ben Askren, who's oh, who was out of shape. Um, I, I I'm wondering though, um, if if Jake Paul wins, let's say he wins somehow. I mean, granted, he he he's got a shot because he's younger and Floyd's older. He's not young anymore. He's not our age. Does this delegitimize the sport of boxing if Jake Paul beats him? Um, I, I don't really, I don't really think so just because of, of Floyd's age, in my opinion. Um, I think that's another factor that people are talking about is that Floyd's obviously much older now, but I don't think it really, you know, discredits boxing at all. Like if you look at if, if they were to fight someone like Canelo Alvarez or something like that, they would get absolutely rocked. I think the only reason why they're not they're fighting Floyd is because he's older so they they think that maybe they'll have a chance yeah. against him but so yeah no if Paul wins Floyd's getting paid billions and it's rigged exactly yeah. yes it's I just I don't understand Floyd 50 you know I would think you know I mean he has retired many many times um but it, it's like man you got mil- hundreds and hundreds if not billions of dollars you, he spends it like crazy and you, you, fifteen you know, undefeated, probably besides yourself and uh, Rocky Marciano, probably the two, and Muhammad Ali, obviously, and Mike Tyson. But uh, as you know, yeah, so two, one of the greatest boxers of all time, regardless of some of the fights he had near the end of his career. And I just, I don't understand why you got to keep coming back and back for more and more. And it's like I don't get it. Him and Pacquiao just keep coming back for fights, and it's like. Why do you, why why do you do this? It, it just it makes no sense. And yeah, I'm sure it's just for the money, but it's like why do you do? It? On top of Floyd Mayweather growing his hair out, which looks horrendous, mind you, he should have kept it shaved like DJ Funnybone. I just I, oh it was off. And then and then fucking Jake Paul fucking gets a tattoo of Floyd Mayweather's hat that he stole off his hat. You have to be fucking psychotic and mentally challenged to do that. Nothing against those people, but what the fuck is your problem? I'm interesting to see this fight. This will be definitely interesting to uh, say the least. Um, speaking of Tim Tebow playing former quarterback, uh, the, Aaron Rodgers has created quite the sticky situation for himself, I would say, for at least for the most part, with wanting to leave because he's upset and Griffin wanted to keep him. Do you do you see uh, three scenarios? Do you see him either you know coming back to Green Bay? Do you see him playing for another team or just retiring and hosting Jeopardy permanently? I think he's doing one more year. 
with Green Bay. And he either retires or gets traded because, I mean, after this year, Devontae Adams is a free agent. He'll yeah. definitely, he's definitely gone if Rodgers is gone. I mean, the whole team will blow up if Rodgers leaves. So I yeah. think he gives it one more year, sticks it out. Yeah, I think, I mean, overall, I think it really shows a lot about Rodgers' character because, you know, obviously this stems from Green Bay drafting another quarterback last year, and he didn't appreciate that at all. But, I mean, I was thinking about it, like, he he went through the same exact process with Brett Favre. Yeah, like, exa- yeah He was sure drafted. Sure. It's the same exact thing. Like, and and Brett Favre was even younger, too. He was probably, like, 33 when, when they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is 37 now. So, like, I don't know why he has such a big deal with it. If, if, if he's playing at a top-level quarterback like he is now, like, he's he'll be fine. And, and yeah. If he tries to go somewhere else, I don't know if he'll be able to go anywhere else and really have a good chance at winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Like, it, they're just – right now they're such a good team, and they lost to Tampa. And the big thing for me was is that Tampa's defense that game was very good. They had five sacks. Yeah. And a part of that was because Bakhtiari was out, which is easily their best offensive lineman. So – they're right there to a Super Bowl, so I don't know why he's being yeah, such a pussy just, about it. It's also like you're getting paid millions of dollars by this franchise, publicly owned, mind you, and you're playing for a team that's has invested all they can into you. Like you just said, a similar situation as Brett Favre, although Favre was probably younger. And yeah, dropping a quarterback definitely hurts your 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 uh, your uh, image, I guess, personally and professionally. But it's just like. And and then you see Devontae Adams saying, "Oh yeah, I'm if if uh, Rogers leaving, there's no way I'm staying." It's like, why don't you gotta dig a bigger hole than it, there already is? And it's like, just stay, play one more year, and then retire. You're not gonna win a Super Bowl in the ever, like after that one you, he did win. There's not gonna be another opportunity. It's just the, the team doesn't have enough power or super pa- uh, players to when we get other teams. But that's the world of sports. Everyone gets upset and wants to leave and make it um. Big deal about this. Um, now I know Trevor, you're you're out in California, see so a Rams or whatever it is out there. Fan, maybe you're a Patriots fan. I, I don't know. I know. I'm I'm, I'm a Pats fan. I'm oh. a Pats fan. Yeah. And, but I know Mr. Uh, as you can see in Mr. Ashton's room, he's got more Boston memorabilia than uh than uh, the TD Garden. Um, but the Patriots. Yes, there you go. Everywhere, everywhere. Um, but the Patriots drafted Mac Jones. Who also is another three-letter first-name player similar to Tom Brady? Um, uh, did, did you expect the team to draft him, and what what do you think about him playing for this team? I figured he was the one we we're going to get. I wanted Justin Fields, but I didn't think it was reasonable. And the Bears, it looked reasonable on draft night for a second, but the Bears made a move to get him, and I think that was the plan all along. Whoever was there at fifteen, I don't think they were going to trade, and they didn't trade. Where they were just going to take whatever quarterback was left, and. I think of all of them, Mac has the lowest potential, but he is like decent right now. I just don't think yeah. he's gonna get much better, but we'll see. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and me and Ashton watched the draft together, and we were talking about it. Like at first, I was not a fan of the pick at all, but I did understand it after because Chicago traded up to get Justin Fields, and they gave up a lot to trade up for him. So, I mean, probably the the team that they traded up with they probably were asking for a lot and I bet you the Patriots were talking to them but it was probably too much so do you think he'll do you think he'll uh, uh, start right away over New England or do you think he'll you know eventually down the line maybe down the line for sure yeah, down the line. Team. yeah this year not, I don't think there's any chance um, the Patriots play such a complex system there's no way that He'll be, he'll be starting over. When time. I, uh, when, before you joined, uh, Trevor, me and Ashton were talking about the Celtics before, you know, we started this show. And I mentioned how uh, Jalen Brown out, I forget exactly the injury, I believe it was knee or something. Um, uh, yeah, wrist. Yeah, right. wrist or was for the rest of the season. What, what, what does that, what does that do for the rest, for, for the team now after, you know, having such a, a, a rough year? It's a, huge loss one but you know two it's just like it's really surprising that this team has so much you know talent yeah. and they're not doing so well part it's of that tough. has to be it has to be coaching yeah you know? 
Uh, get Kemba out of there and rebuild. Yeah, I agree. Kemba was one of the worst signings. We're just good at that. You take Hayward, you take Walker. Terrible signings. Thompson's not doing shit. Well, well, for me, now I'm not a Celtics fan. My team, the Rockets, did a horrible year time this year, but they had a lot of shit that they had to get off. But we're not going to talk about them because that's something, a topic I don't. No, they they got some pieces. Kevin Porter. He's oh, yes. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Yes, but unfortunately, that, ha- yes, that, that didn't full save enough. Yes, yeah. Kevin Porter, Kelly Olenek, who's playing better for the Rockets. Um, and you have uh, John Wall, who's older, but is doing okay as best as he can. Um, but that's a that's something. That's a whole other thing I, I don't want to get into. But you, you see the Celtics. And I think from the top of the organization, organization from Danny Ainge down to, I don't know, the jockeys, or I don't know, the, uh, Brad Stevens, they rely too much. And I think the fans do as well too much on Tatum and Brown to try to hoist them into the right direction and try to win every single night. And I don't think they invest properly or try their best to make sure that talent that they also have on a team is, you know, carrying the load and, you know, taking some of the ease off the other players. And you you see them, they dump these huge fucking money contracts of a deal. Al Horford, waste of a contract to a certain degree. Then you have Hayward getting injured and leaves, even though you thought he'd come back. And then you have Kemba, who is a decent player, had a rough time in uh, Charlotte for a while, and then it hasn't really helped that much here. It's just it's sad because they're so inconsistent. They win a few games, then they lose one. Then they get down in a hole, 20 points. You see that against San Antonio a few weeks ago. They were down by almost 30 at the half. <laughs> Uh, a few weeks ago, and then they come back and win by four. It's like they play consistently because now this is where it matters, the playoffs, and now you find them in the playoff in play in-game, and it's like you don't deserve to be there because the team is so prestigious, so talent, has so much talent, but they can't put two and two together. And I was saying to Ashton, you know, uh, Stevens, he should have left for Indiana. Seven, what was it, seven years, $70 million to play for a college team? I mean, personally, I think it's a hard transition from coaching college to NBA, you see uh, the coach for Michigan who coached in the coach for the uh, Cavaliers and that shit the bed tremendously. And then he leaves. But I, I think when you have an NBA to college, it's a little easier coaching. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm no p- professional, though. but it, it's, it's sad what's happening, but they'll find their way out of this eventually. And they'll find the same situation down, um, down the road. A team that has been surprising me this year, which I didn't even expect is the Knicks. Now they just lost the other night. But they, they, they have the potential to make the, uh, the, the playoffs. I mean, you both aren't from New York, but you're same New England region-ish. Um, oh, yeah, they're definitely in. Yeah. They're definitely in. But it, how surprised were you that they, they've had this good of a season? Pretty surprised. I'm not going to say too surprised. They have some good pieces. Yeah. And they were young, and Julius just really turned up this year. That's really what it came down to. But they have good pieces around him, and they play well, you know. Yeah. Do you think this will um? Do you think this will you know subside for seasons to come, or do you feel as though this is just like a just a no, blip? No, I, I I don't think it's a fluke because they're so young too. Yeah, yeah this is more to come. Yeah. yeah. Why do you why do you think though it it because it, it took a, a decent chunk of time since they've last been this successful, you know, to really you know showcase their talent. I think it just depends on the guys. Is really if they're getting better or not. And Julius finally has his own team yeah. where he's like the star player, and he's really proven that he can be a star player for our team how much how much credit does this go to tom thibodeau because you, you see he struggled the last few years prior to coming to new york with other teams but this this, this more of the this the credit go towards thibodeau as well or is it you know just you know look at the draw that they they be able to have such a, a good team this year no for sure i mean i think thibodeau got dogged because the timberwolves were one of the worst organizations yeah. in sports history i mean thibodeau was amazing with the bulls he goes to the timberwolves they don't buy into his system they don't play defense they suck he looks bad but the knicks are buying in and now they look good you know the wolves just timberwolves oh don't even get me started on them um what what this also brings up then is you know the knicks and madison square gardens owner the biggest scumbag on the planet of the earth james dolan who everyone hates he's done nothing really for the team but now you have this now you have the the uh, I almost said the Jets, the Knicks, having a great year, probably will make the playoffs. And now you're, he's in this situation, which is an interesting one. Does this, you know, I mean, he's never going to leave personally, but does this keep him around a little bit longer after, you know, so many years people hating him? 
I think I think I think you have to, right? Yeah, like, yeah he's not going I mean, anywhere, but he gets I no mean, credit for this at all. So exactly, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, you know, he he. I just for for so many years, people hated him, and he was so awful and all that stuff. And then he has this, and so now he's gonna stay around for a little longer. I mean, I don't know what Spike Lee thinks of that or Charles Oakley, but uh, it, it is what it is. But no, gotta give the team credit. Um, but it's good to see that they they've been they haven't been this successful since you know when Carmelo was last on the team. And they made the uh, playoffs. It's good to see Obi Tobin from the, the A-10 have somewhat successful year. Although, personally, I think he should be starting, not going to lie. Um, now, um, I, I, I'll leave that, that part out. Um, Trevor, you are from California. There's been a lot of news about California recently between COVID and Gavin Newsom and so on and so forth. But there's, uh, there's been a little shakeup in politics, and the, fo- the former TV star, decathlon Olympian, Caitlyn Jenner, is putting her name into the ring to run for the Republican ticket for the recall election that will eventually be happening. As, as, a, as a college student who lives in California, now I don't know how much you pay attention to state government and stuff like that, but what's your whole, whole, whole take on this whole situation with uh, her running for uh, governor? Well, when I first heard about it, I laughed. it's like a it's like i don't know why you would even do this because yeah she's already so successful like why do you want to yeah what's the what's the point of this you know but yeah when i first heard about it i kind of just laughed and shrugged it off but yeah what what are your do you think she has a chance to you know not just win the republican ticket but the election in general i don't think so (laughs) i really don't i mean i mean you see you know the former guy who was president um he was a reality star and he, he won, but that's, you know, a different situation. I don't think she'll steal an election or ask a, a European country to uh, help her hack the election, um, which I'm sure gets all Republicans in California triggered. Um, but it, it, it's just, it's really interesting because you have Caitlin, and it's Caitlin, baby, yeah, I'm coming for you, Chloe. I don't know how you girls do it. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I don't get it. And, you know, I just why though like this, the thing is I think a lot of these people who do this they don't have a real plan and I don't know what our plan is I mean it, which is co- confusing in her sense because here you are a big car- big time player in the LGBTQ community and she doesn't and she doesn't support gay rights or gay marriage and it's like wait a minute you're part of that group and you don't support it so what what's what what's What's going? On? I don't. I don't get it. She she talks about how she loves the cops. Every time I see a cop on the side of the road, I say thank you. And it's just like, I uh, just do you have a real thing, or are you just like everyone else and just says the stuff? I think personally, hey, look at if Trump, if dump Trump can win, then uh, you you never know. It'll be scary, and it's just it's 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 interesting. But Newsom, uh, he, he doesn't have he has the following, but he then again he has other people who hate him and they're trying their best, but. It, it, it is it is what it is but um no it's just it's an interesting world out there you know i, I don't know about you but it, it definitely this last 14 months has definitely taught myself a lot about not just myself but the community at large and, and what we're all about and it's definitely been one hell of a ride i don't, I don't know about you what what's what what if, if we could go back you know this the last 14 months what have, what have you learned from this whole entire thing and everything that's happened since then both of you how shitty our country is, probably, just in general. Um, no, it, it, it's it's definitely it's. I mean, thank God, you know, we're not like, you know, no 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 offense to the country of India and all, but you know, they're fucked right now with COVID and stuff and all their cases and stuff. But the U.S. is a is like a dysfunctional family. There's so much stuff going wrong with it, but somehow it all fits together like a puzzle but i i, I want to say with this and i'll end with this i want to thank you both for joining myself here for this show this week episode number what was it uh let's see uh nine yeah episode nine here of the xt meme show i appreciate greatly more than words can express and for the viewers out there if you liked what you list watch today on youtube then leave us a like subscribe follow because you know ashton and trevor definitely want you to do that for this you know really make it big time because when this show makes it big time and i'll get to the rest of the promotional stuff you know they put like hey man i really enjoyed that episode season two episode nine with ashton grenn and trevor dalton when they talked about all sorts of stuff although it was kind of like a smorgasbord and all over the fucking place it's really great so youtube do me a favor subscribe like Follow share. I'm not some big time celebrity. 
I'm not going to be like some of Trevor's former teammates who get signed to soccer contracts and have all this social media club. So it's a slow progress. But if you do that for me, if you if if you're listening to this and hopefully listen to the entire thing, not just two seconds of it, leave a like, follow, share, click the bell button because when you share it, when you share it, that means not just you enjoy it, but you're investing in it and you want others to enjoy it too. So. Thank you. Help me do that. And there's also an option on Anchor FM, the hosting site for this podcast, to donate a little bit. Times are tough. We're getting out of it. We're kicking it like a motherfucker. And, you know, that, that really would help. So I, I thank you. Subscribe, follow, share, tell, turn bell notifications on. And I hope you all stay meme and scheming. And with that, I'll leave you with this. A quote from the from a role model, uh, icon himself, Johnny Carson. Carson, oof, I was slurring my speech and I'm even drinking beer today. I wish you all, I bid you all a heartfelt good night. Take care, everyone.